is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. DJs in MC. This DJ, he gets it out. Listen to this jockey's introduction to two DJs in a mic with your host, DJ Mike. Is that a timetable? And DJ JP. Well, get on it. It's your time. Give me the mic. Okay, I know that was long, but uh, we thank you for joining us. Uh, welcome to another edition of Two DJs and One Mike. Uh, I got DJ JP on the side of me, and I'm DJ Mike. I am the one Mike, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yes, there it is. The one Mike. All right, all right, all yes, right, all right. We're honored today to have, you know, a great, another great DJ, another great MC, a man that has many or wears many hats. Uh, what's up, Craig? How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. And we thank you for coming on with us. My pleasure. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> it's good nervous energy. Absolutely. You know, good nervous energy. We, you know, it's, it's nice when we get to, you know, sit down and speak with other people in the industry, yep. you know, and, um, and just, you know, converse, you know, see, because there's the beauty is the differences that we share and the way that we see things, yep. you know, that's the beautiful thing for me. Yep. 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 So, wow. Yeah. I mean, but you know, it's funny because I've been trying to connect with this guy for maybe two or three years. How long ago was the infamous post? We all looked at it. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Um, was it two, three years, maybe? I don't oh, think it's been that long. It's been a while, but I don't think it's been quite that long. When was your first conference? 
Um, my first conference would have been 2015. It's 2019. It's been almost oh, four years. July the second, 2019. You're right. Okay. okay. I I can't count. I get I, the last three years have been a blur. I I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. But we're gonna jump into that a little bit later. But first, okay. we're gonna learn a little bit about Mr. Okay. Craig. So. We don't know what what's your DJ name. Um, um, my DJ company is actually Jukebox Hits Entertainment Services. Uh -huh. um, it's a it, it's a name that I I originally got from my Boy Scout leader when we got started that he had been using, and it was just kind of a local brand that everybody knew, and I I kept it. Um, sometimes I think it really has like an old man kind of kind of connotation to it, um, or oh my gosh, you must only play music from you know the '60s, but that's certainly not the case. It's just the, the name we use. Does it hurt your business? I, I don't think so. I think um, I, I've kind of created enough of a awareness of, of, of who I am separate from the name that it, it it probably is just part of the the affiliation of the association that people make. As you, know, you, could, you could look at it uniquely. It, it gives people something to talk about about. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. If they talk and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> no talk. Oh, what happened? Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. So, so Go ahead. So, do you have a DJ name? I don't. I, uh, I, I just—it's always just my name. Um, I worked. I worked in radio out of high school, and it was Crazy Craig with K with with a K. Oh, okay. Um, when I was on the radio, but but I didn't think that really worked for like corporate and you know private social events, weddings and such. So that's, I, never, that's I never used that outside of radio. Bad though, Crazy Craig. I mean, people think you have a good time. I tried to, but I don't want to be too crazy. Like I don't want to scare people off by thinking I'm, you know, too crazy. Control crazy Craig with three K. Oh. Oh, never mind, not the three K. That might not work. One of them the other side. Okay, all right. I'm sorry, Craig. Just Craig. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Yeah, so, but no, he. he uh, I want to just touch on something else. So, without having a DJ name, does that affect your business in any kind of way? I don't think so. I think. Um, Knowing my name and the fact that it is with a K, I think uh, a little bit like it becomes kind of memorable. Um, like most of my reviews, because I'm a solo op, come through as, you know, Craig did this, Craig did that. It's not Jukebox Hits did this. So I think most people recognize that the Jukebox Hits name is kind of just a name. And yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm the personality behind it. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Wow. Cool. All right. Let's jump into these questions, man. Let's go. Let's go get it. Let's see what Craig got. So how did you get into DJing, Craig? I was 11 years old, um, 1992. Uh, I was a Cub Scout becoming a Boy Scout, and my Boy Scout leader actually had the Jukebox Hits DJ Services name. Um, he did school dances, like the midget football homecoming dances. Is the kind oh, of whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say midget? <laughs> not, not midget, like midget, like... Oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like midget wrestling. Not, no, no. <laughs> hey, I'm just making sure. I, I, hey, I, I have to ask. I have to know for certain. I'm like, whoa. I'm done. I'm done for the rest of the Okay, here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I never made that connection. <laughs> oh, he didn't play any football, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't know about midget football. We call it Little League. Well, what? Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Yeah. Pee-wee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I understand. Back on track. Go yeah. ahead. Come on. Go ahead. Oh, no, he, he did um, his company or him. He did the uh, the school events, um, anniversary parties, really kind of informal stuff, backyard parties. Didn't really do any weddings. And it was just kind of cool. He was using like vintage 
70s PV equipment, all vinyl. Like, it was really cool. So I, I asked him if I could go along. My first event with him was a little pool party for the for the Boy Scout troop, like an end of the summer pool party. And uh, he let me hit play a couple times on the turntables. Um, and it I fell in love and kind of been doing it ever since in some capacity uh, with him until 97, 98, and then on my own since then. Isn't it kind of crazy how just hitting that P-L-A-Y button is kind of like just – it just sucks you in. You just yeah. you just feel some type of way when you hit that button, and everybody moves to what you putting on hit play on. It's just it, it it's something about it. I, I don't know what it is, but it's something about it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just the power of the music, the power of the event, like like being part of a celebration. People are there to have a good time. Like that's that's yeah. what it's about. That's what it's about. You know, maybe, maybe we should change the order of this uh, that question because it always gets us to. Same thing. So we know you've been since 92, but how, uh, we're going to jump into the next question. How long have you uh, been DJing? You, your actual years of you DJing or how, what do you count? What do you count your start? Um, I was, I mean, I, I was really just the guy that played, you know, push the button for the first several years because I was young um, and I was kind of a roadie. And, you know, I, I ended up being the guy responsible for buying the new music because he had all the 50s through 80s music. And then I was responsible. Remember cassette singles? I bought the cassette singles, um, <laughs> you, know, you know, current with music. And uh, I probably didn't crop on the microphone until I was 14 or 15, just because that was not just not something. Well, that's, that's early, man. Yeah, that's still that's, early. That's, yeah. That's... But I had four years, almost four years to kind of rehearse, to practice, to like build up the, 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 the will to do it or the, the courage, I guess, to do it. So when you first did it, you knew I was going to ask that question. Yeah, well, go, ahead, go, go. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I have, I might frame it differently. Go ahead. So when you first picked up the MIC, how did that affect you? I realized how bad my voice sounded. Like it was, it was terrible. Like my, I didn't. You don't hear your voice as it sounds to everyone else. No. And I think when you amplify it on those big PV Black Widow speakers, like it just. That's the not the Black Widow. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I think it just it, it, reminded, me back. Yes. <laughs> it reminded me that my voice, I guess, was still changing or something. Like I sounded yeah. like you know, exactly. But mine was a little different from his. So the first time that you hit, you turn the switch and turn the microphone. Did you get nervous? Yes. Were you, were you like? How did you combat that? How did you combat it? Um. I don't know. I, I, I think I just kind of like powered through. Like I realized quickly that everyone was listening and I had to sound okay. Like I had to sound like I knew what I was doing. And I think all it was, was introducing a song. It wasn't like anything terribly formal or anything that I really had to prepare. It was very much off the cuff. Like here's informer by snow or what, whatever the song was at the time, you know, here's, here's the next right. song. So did, was this uh, your peers, people that knew yeah. you or, so did when they saw you on the mic, did everybody stop and it felt like all the eyes were on you? Oh, Absolutely. Yes, or at least yeah. that's how it felt. I don't know if that's really the way it was, but that's certainly how it felt. Like yeah, it does. A couple hundred middle school kids in a gymnasium, like why? And everything just stopped. The music goes down and it's almost like the girl tells you no when she don't want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of that, I mean, I know you mentioned it before, but when you did radio, did you get that same feeling? Because the first time I did you get the same feeling in radio or how was it when you did no. it? No, 
radio, I think because you can't see the audience, you know, I started radio in 98 when I graduated from high school. Uh -huh. I think that the fact that the audience wasn't in the studio with you, it was almost like they weren't there. They were so remote. They can't, they can't judge me. You know, whereas they're in the room with me, they see me, they hear me like it's a it's a full like 360 connection when you're in the room with a live event. But you know, it's funny, mine was I, I was more nervous doing that. I mean, I'm sure I probably I can't I can't remember the first time I opened a microphone. But I opened the radio and you know, I'm thinking, my mom, everybody I know is listening to me on the radio, and I kind of froze up for the first few. Was it the slow jam set? No, 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 it wasn't the slow jam set. It was just the, <laughs> you know, it was just the midday Saturday afternoon uh, on the radio. And it was, <laughs> I, I just thought everybody was listening. And, uh, you know, cause I've been talking about it the whole week in school and whatever, yeah. cause I was still in high school too. And I was like, oh my God, don't mess up. Whatever you do, don't mess mm -hmm. up, but okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So what do you love about DJ or the DJ industry? What do you love? There's so, there's so much. I, I think I think the biggest thing for me is being a part, like being a big part, especially with weddings, um, a big part of someone's like once in a lifetime event and being trusted to do that, um, to be their MC, to be their DJ, to be, you know, their party planner, their organizer, their coordinator. Um, I also, I was I was the mayor in the town where I live. So in Pennsylvania, that also lets me officiate weddings. So I can be the guy that stands up front and says, do you take him? Do you take her? And so that has brought me to a whole different level of like, this is a big deal. Like, this is for real. Wow. The mayor. What town was that? The town is a little town in Pennsylvania, just outside of Harrisburg, our capital city, called Duncannon. A little yeah. town of like 1,200 people. So where do you get most of your business from? Uh, locally um, or almost word of mouth, um, some some you know through social media and and some advertising I do with Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, but primarily word of mouth or referrals from events that I've done. Wow. Uh, are you DJing locally or are you going all over uh, Pennsylvania? Generally, about an hour radius. I, I consider okay. that local. I'm I'm pretty in a pretty rural area. Um, but I, about an hour radius, you know, in, in all directions, you know, I go north, south, east, east and west. Um, we have, you know, Harrisburg, York and Lancaster are kind of the cities in our area. But then we have some big towns, Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, um, Camp Hill that, you know, have some population, too. And it's all around, you know, based around Harrisburg. So how long were you mayor? I was mayor for just about not, nine years and three months. So. This has, to, this has to be the most unique thing I've ever heard of a DJ. So you you could play all the events, all the city events. Who are we getting for a DJ? You better not get nobody but the mayor. They, they expect them to be free. Yeah. <laughs> wow. and, they, and they were, and they were. I, I did a lot of events, you know, like Christmas tree lightings and little little PR things that, that our town did it. You know, oh, it, 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 you actually call yeah. somebody the mayor. He's yeah. the mayor of the DJs. Oh wow! So, so did it kind of go like this? Hey, I'm jamming. Hey, don't forget to vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that is so cool. So nine and a half. The embarrassing part of it is, I, I when I ran, I was unopposed, so there was no other candidate. I was the only one on the ballot. I, you know, all time, every I was time a shoe in. <laughs> every time you ran, you were on the phone. So okay. did you? What did you do? Term out? You couldn't go. In the no, party? I, I actually made the mistake of switching seats at the table, and I went to the borough council instead of the the mayor. 
position. So I, I did one term as a council member, two years of which I was president of our council, like the town council. Uh huh. So that was that was my last four years, and then I had my third child was 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 here. So it was time to f- focus on being at home. Wow. So that's interesting. So what, what didn't did, see that coming. So are you full time, or what do you what do you do? Uh, I am full time. I also I'm an EMT, an emergency medical technician, and I'm super involved with our our local ambulance service, and I have been since I was a teenager. So I kind of do that a couple days during the week, and then you know that works around you know the DJ schedule and you know doing the events you know, mainly on the weekend. <laughs> Mike had a question for you. Are you Jamaican? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Sounds like you got a little Jamaican in you over there. Well, He's the man. He's going to get bodies out of, you know, he DJing wow. the parties. Man, you're doing everything. Wow. Too much sometimes. Do you cook? Can you I, cook? I, 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 I don't mind cooking. I just, I'm, I'm never home to cook. I'm never there to do it. My, my wife doesn't love that, I, that I'm not home to cook. Wow. wow. So, wow. how many events do you typically do in a month? In a month? Um, 10 or 12 on a, like on a busier month probably mm-hmm. two or three maybe four like january february march here in pennsylvania are not big months for for most events unless they're like banquets or corporate events some school events so you know january february march are kind of my recharge refresh check equipment and you know do what i can to get ready for the upcoming spring season well, uh, we got a comment. This is <laughs> well, yeah, I got a sneak one here too. The mayor can save your life or DJ your funeral. Go on, going service. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and back on the thing, my brother, he's in here oh, watching. He God. said, What happened to him was my brother left me at a club in Office, Oklahoma, by himself, told him I was going out to use the bathroom, and I came back 30 minutes later. I was trying to get it ready, man. I was trying to get wow. it from being scared. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's return this thing. Yeah. And he never, know it made him better. He know it did. I got there. Get in there, fight, fight, fight. Wow. Yeah, but uh, man, wow, that's the man. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. that's a terrible thought, though. He can either uh, marry. What do he say? Marry you or bury yeah. you? Yeah, that was my wife, <laughs> Doctor Crystal. <laughs> Oh gosh! The mayor can save your life or DJ your funeral, or wow. do your home going service. That's out yeah. of control. Out yeah. of control. Yeah. I've never oh. DJed a funeral. I haven't done a funeral. I've I've done like AV work and sound systems and lights for funerals. You've done a funeral. I've, I've never DJed. DJed a funeral. Funeral. You've yeah. done if you've done that. You've done a funeral. Yeah. That's still some part of our business. AV or was yeah. it just video? Were you videotaping it or were you? No, I, I did. Um, you know, projections and lighting and, and a PA system for the. Okay. Well, that's you did a you did a home. Yeah. What about the DJ? Was it for your rival? Not the DJ. Was, was you know, it your like rival? Raise the roof. And all of that. Was it your rival uh, opponent? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a conflict of interest or something. This is really cool wow. though that we we speak. So, are you the only DJ in the town? There's a couple other guys that just do. As far as I know, there's another guy or two who do like, we'll come play at the local bar for 50 bucks and all the beer we can drink, you know? So it's, it's very much a side gig, you know, just something they do for so the they, they don't mess with the mayor. They don't mess with the mayor. Exactly. Do, does anybody call you the mayor? Um, I, I have, I have friends and family that call me Mr. Mayor because apparently <laughs> even though I haven't been the mayor since 2013, like 10 years, I haven't been mayor. Years. I, I can't, I can't outlive that apparently. Hey, uh, just yeah. between us, what do you think of the mayor right now? Um, the mayor right now is actually, this is funny. He was my high school eighth grade science teacher. 
the current mayor. Uh, small town, man. Exactly. Small town. small town USA. He's he's a good man. He he genuinely cares about the community. He's a family guy. He's retired now from, from teaching. So he's I think doing good things for our town. All right. Man, this is this is cool. Hey, how far are you from Boston? Might be a trick question later. Um, it was a seven hour drive when I went up last year. Oh, you went to Harvest and Sound too? Yep. Yep. Are you gonna be there this year? I'll be there this year. Absolutely. Okay. You already got your ticket. Already got my ticket. Already have my hotel reservation. We're I'm ready. Well, hey, we know we connected now, so we we can have lunch yeah. or something. Me and Mike will be there doing the show, so you can come. We'll be doing all the interviews. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. I had a wow. plan with that, but he already there. So yeah, great. Already there. All right, good, yeah. good, good. That's DJ good. KG said the town business DJ. Yeah, man, yes, that yes. probably was unfair. All, he got all everything. By his lonesome. I want the. Did you marry? Have you married anybody? As a I saw, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm up to like a hundred. I think I've officiated for like a hundred and thirty. Oh people. my god! <laughs> did you do any divorces? <laughs> I, I, not, not as mayor, but I've done two divorce parties. <laughs> oh and they my were, god! They were couples that I that was a funeral officiated for. No, they were just couples I DJed for. That was a funeral wow. too, and a funeral. Yeah, wow. no, but those were funerals. <laughs> yeah. Divorce parties. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. That is that is cool. What a great life. Hey, the mayor. Hey. All right. Well, it's time to jump into yeah. it. Okay. So, what did you dislike the most about the DJ industry? Um, probably two things, and they might go hand in hand. But some of the egos that you see out there, like some of the guys who guys and girls who just are are super fond of themselves and that believe there's not more than one way to do everything. Um, and I think hand in hand with that, we, we kind of get a bad rap sometimes that, you know, we're just, we're just the DJ or we're a, we're a $500 commodity. We're not like an entertainer. We're not an MC. We're not a professional. Mm. Mm. Go ahead. I know you about to ask. Can you elaborate? So when you say, <laughs> their egos and their arrogance uh could you can you touch on that a little bit more give um, us what do you when you say that what do you mean what do you see what comes to mind um Maybe. facebook <laughs> first and foremost facebook oh. um some of the groups some of the, the the conversations where people chime in not to be helpful or not to like answer the question or provide information or maybe a solution, but intent instead they chime in to tell us we're doing it wrong or oh, they become attack dogs. Yeah, yeah. And there's and, no uh, no matter, yeah. And that's, that's horrible because they they have no solutions. Right. They yeah. only have finger points. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it, it really killed me when I first got into one of the big groups in the beginning. I went in there and you somebody would ask, Well, what do I do about this? Everybody would attack him, and nobody would give any answers. Right, right. So yeah, somewhere, yeah, that's why I created DJ Crosstalk because I said I can't do this. If I want to learn anything, I can't do it in this group because right. all they do is attack everybody. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how I say we're supposed to be trying to help each other, not kill each other. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, the arrogance. There is nothing like an arrogant egotistical dj right. nothing like it and i'm you know every time you look up they're hovering above the moon somewhere they just <laughs> float <laughs> i'm just yeah. and it's yeah it's horrible that that is a horrible thing because if you don't if you don't have any intentions on helping just don't say anything right right scroll on keep going yeah, yeah. don't don't chime in yeah 
I've had I've had people I've had people on reels or something that I put out there. Oh, that don't go together. Uh, I don't like that. Or and I I just delete their comments. Yeah. And some I would say, hey, could you please get off of my post with your negative energy? Right. Uh, yeah. Right. I you agree. Know? I agree. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead, young Gumbo. The Post, a the DJ post. conference, saved my life. That's what I'm framing it as today. Okay. So Mike has a clip of it, and I, I saw this post a couple of years. Is that the end of it? Mike or the beginning of it? Is that part one or part two? That's part one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you actually, see, it's been almost 10 years since you went to a conference. My first, yeah, my first one was um, March of 14 at, at Mobile Beat Las Vegas. Wow. So, Mike said it was like reading my biography of how I feel about conferences when he read your thing. He mm. said, oh, yeah. if, that's how I describe it too, as to how it, changed your, how it changed my life. But so give us a little bit about, you know, what what happened and what did you do different or what what made you make this post? And did you get a lot of flack for this too? No, no. I, I, I honestly, I don't think I got a whole lot of, of feedback from, from it that I remember. Um, I, I was responding, I think to someone asking about, um, conferences or training or what opportunities there were, because again, I, I didn't know what was out there be before. Yeah. This. Um, and my wife, as part of our wedding gift, it was actually, we got married in 13 and she gave me the passes in 14 for 15 after they went on sale for 15. Cause we didn't, we didn't go till 15. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we went out, it was my wife time and I, time out, time out, time yeah. time you said your wife went with you too? Yes. Is she involved in the business? She's starting to be now. Uh, not, so not. Until actually, now. she used you for a trip to Vegas. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to make sure I was hearing that right. Okay. Yeah, you heard her. Proceed. She probably was somewhere shopping or eating. While you, <laughs> she's or the gambler. She's the gambler in the relationship. Like I, I, I don't get any excitement at all from from losing money. So she and another another couple went out with us. Good friends of ours went out with us, and they spent the day. You know, while I was in the conference sessions, they spent the day um, at the casinos and out to lunch and probably shopping. And then we would meet up in the evenings and go to like the big buffets and go to shows and you know try to live the Vegas experience a little bit. But it was my first time in Las Vegas, my first time at a DJ conference, and I, I grew up on a farm. And like I said, I live in a town that has twelve hundred people, so uh -huh. it, it was quite a different world for me i was I, I learned a little bit about how sheltered i was i think by going yeah. out to las vegas the first time so the first one how did what did you do when you just tell us about the whole you said that uh somebody asked a question so just what did you do or how, how did it change how did life? it change or what it, it, it let me see other people throughout the world throughout the country and throughout the world who were legitimate like who were real who were buying licensed music who were treating it like a business who had insurance who were doing all the right things some of which i was doing and i didn't realize like how how i didn't realize how much stuff i was doing right i certainly realized there was stuff i was doing wrong but i didn't realize how much i was doing right in you know little old pennsylvania that i got to see that there are people that are able to make a living as a dj there are people that are able to be successful as a dj there are people that are able to be like expand their services to provide you know the av and the production and, and some of these other things that i never really considered because up until that point it was a hobby it was a it was a side 
side thing that I just did because it was fun and I made a couple extra bucks, every cent of which went into new equipment and new music. I never made money, but it was my hobby and that's the way I treated it. So that was the beginning of turning it into a legitimate business and treating it like a business and at the same time getting better at it. So I, so I could do that. So what was one of the speakers at the first one you went to that really resonated with you? Mark Farrell, Mark Farrell, number one. Um, I had heard of Mark and I had listened to parts of the, uh, the get what you're worth program he's uh -huh. done. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't, I didn't really understand fully what he was all about or what, it, you know, a lot of it, you know, from other friends was just raise your rates, raise your rates, raise your rates, but not really being, wow. being what you're worth and earning it, not just raising your price, you know, internally, but being you what just you're really worth. stop right there. You really hit on something right there. Being what you say you worth, Absolutely. not just telling yourself I'm worth something, but actually being worth the money you ask for. Proceed. That that was it, and he spoke. It was the year he did the uh, the red pill blue pill thing, and came up in the trench coat. It was like the room erupted, and I'm like, wow, everyone knows this guy. Like, what's this all about? And I, seeing him speak, hearing his passion and his articulation of why being a mobile DJ or being a mobile entertainer is such an honor and should be treated as such, is was huge for me. And like I fell in love with the guy. The other guy that that I really really enjoyed that year was Brian Dodge. Brian Dodge was one of the keynotes. Um, he's not really a DJ speaker specifically. He's more of like a. Was he the keynote? He yeah. was the keynote. I think the last day. Okay. Um, but Brian had a a huge like his presentation was amazing, and his 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 content was really, really good. Like it resonated with me things like, you know, what the one that'll stick with me forever is when you get home from work at the end of the day, no matter what you do, save some energy for your family. Don't come home tired every day. Like be present with your kids, your wife, your, you know, whoever, because there's no reason in going, there's no reason to go to work and kill yourself if you come home and can't enjoy the fruits of your labor. And that, that resonated with me. And he spoke again, whatever was the last year of mobile beat, I guess, 2019, he spoke again. So that was amazing as well. I really enjoyed him. So Brian Dodge and Mark Farrell were the two in 2015 that above everybody, you know, were, were my favorites. Uh, 2016. Did you go to that one? I did. I was there in 16. Yes. So I'm going to tell you who really lit the fire under me. Matt Retta Settling. Matt. Yes. I, I love Matt. His presentation was just, I mean, but it was a bunch of them. Uh, Matt, uh, Jana, everybody I yeah. saw there, Mike, Mike Walter, every, I was like, this world really exists. I mean, these guys are, you know, doing it. And it's just, it's on a whole nother level because of how they choose, you know, how they're working it. And I was like, wow. And so I came home and immediately started making changes and, sharing the gospel. I, I felt like I had went to a big church and I wanted to tell everybody about the church I went to. I agree. And I wanted them to join the church. And it was just, it was incredible. I agree. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, it, and people, don't, I mean, I'm, well, I don't know. I still do it today. So even now after I, my first one was 2016, I ran back home and told everybody and said, Hey, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. It'll change your life for the change. A lot of people, you know, they still look at me like I'm crazy, yeah. but yeah. So I agree. I agree. It it was it it was such a like injection of energy into me and into my business because 
it was legitimate. It made it legitimate. Like it made it real that I could come home and I could focus on it and be proud of what I was doing, not just treat it as a hobby. So I, I did the same thing. I came home and and realized how many guys and girls in my market in in Pennsylvania aren't doing that. Like they have no idea what these conferences are all about, or these presentations, or these workshops, or you know whatever you want to call them, and they're not taking advantage of it. And it, like I, I I'm hooked. I go to as many as as my my checkbook will allow. So how many have you gone to uh, this year? What if you this year I was at um, MEX in Vegas in February. I was at um, Marquee no. in June. Yeah. I was at okay. DJX in August. I'm going to Harvest the Sound in December. So what is that? Five, Max, Marquee? Mid Did you go to Midwest? I didn't go. I'm going to Midwest next year for the first time. Okay. Uh, Max, Marquee, Harvest the Sound. And DJX. And, and DJX. Four. Uh, what about, have you ever been to Wedding MBA? I did the Wedding MBA in November of 22. So a year ago, I did Wedding MBA. I was there too. I was there. <laughs> we keep running past each other. I don't know. Well, I know it's a it's a big world. Hey, it's five thousand people at our wedding in VA though, so it's very hard. Do you know who Chris Hines is? He's out of um, I want to say Sioux Falls, Iowa, or whatever. Uh, hint, hints, Chris hints. Yeah, Chris hints. Yeah, I, I've seen him speak somewhere. Yeah, I um, probably met one of DJs. But uh, we were both walking through, and we both had on these very colorful shirts. Nice. One that my wife hates. And <laughs> me and Chris fell in love with each other. We bumped into each other in the hall, and we became good friends, and we talked the rest of the time we were there. But it's just, I mean, you run into so many great people, make great relationships. Yes. You run into folks that's got 25, 30 employees to your one, and they just, you know, everybody just pours into you. I mean, no matter who it is. And it's just, it's just, a love, a love fest, I guess. So just everybody in the industry celebrating the industry and just giving, 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 giving. So, all right, Miguel, what what questions are you getting over here on the on the line? Uh, yeah, Ray, if you want, I'm not. I'm. You know what? I I, I used to get angry because nobody would say anything. So I mean, I would tell them to go, or whatever. Oh, I can't afford to go. You can't afford not to go. I agree. But I'm not gonna beg nobody to go no more. I don't really care if you go or not. I'm going. I'm I'm trying to slap you. I'm not trying to pass you. I'm trying to lap you with knowledge. Yeah. So I, I don't really care if you go. You go. If you don't, I'll see you when I get back, and I'll be trying to destroy you in a friendly manner. Exactly. Well, well you <laughs> you look at it. Um, it just depends. You know, uh, one of the sad things I would say when you are aware that there is information out there that can help you to be better. And if you don't take the chance to be better, but on the flip side, you feel like, you know, you should be able to up your prices. Uh, I need to charge more. But if you're, if you if you decide that you need to charge more, what about what you're giving? Are you going to give more while you're charging more? And giving is educating yourself how to be better, whether that be business-wise or skill-wise. We should be pushing to be better in both of those areas. I agree. Uh, and some of us, we push toward either or when we should push toward both. Right. Because if you're providing a service 
you need to be able to provide that service to the best of your ability. And there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Always. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So this year, give me maybe one or two things that you've gotten from conferences that you've come back and instituted or that you say, I need to do that, or just something that has made a change in your business. Um, as far as a product, I, I like well, a lot not product service, you know, I, I always come, anything. I come, I'm going to give you one. I always come back with one thing. A couple, last year I came back with Calendarly. Mm -hmm. I came back with uh, Perfect Portals. Okay. The ones that, uh, do you use DJ Event Planner? I don't. I use um, Vibo, and that's the okay. only app that I well, use. Well, I mean, you, you got that from a conference. Yeah. But I'm oh, saying, yeah. You always see something that can change. But go ahead. Give me, give me some stuff you got this year. At DJX, um, I learned some new ways specifically for Vibo to use Vibo and uh -huh. how to make it more, more of a tool and get more of my money's worth out of it with other pieces and other, I mean, simple elements that were not hard to implement at all. Um, Michael, the owner, the developer is fantastic. He put me in touch with one of his guys to use some of his templates and pieces from his templates in mine. So I could really incorporate the photo booth and the lighting and the other elements that we provide into that same planning you know, process, as opposed to having a different form here and a different you know question here to make it more streamlined for the cup for the couple. That was probably the biggest thing from DJX. Um, from Marquee, I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I, I learned about Rudy because I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> that was that was a great presentation. He was so like he felt he felt like the guy next door. Like he was easy to talk to. Um, just a real down to earth kind of guy. And I didn't realize really all of what he's all about until you know I I, I did some research after the fact. Okay, well, hey, I'm going hey, to turn gonna... it over to Mike and let him <laughs> yeah, have his yeah. moment, then I'm going to talk well, to you. Go, 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 it, go. Well, the reality is this. The only reason we were at Marquis <laughs> is because someone wanted to see Rudy, and we missed out on Rudy tackling Jeff in the parking lot. <laughs> Missed out on that. He wanted him to have, he wanted Rudy to tackle me in the parking lot. Oh man, I'm a huge Rudy fan. I was when I heard he was going to be the keynote, I was over yeah. joy, man. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna ask you, and I want you to be honest did you not have to go like this when he spoke? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yep. I mean, it, it was great, he was great, he was and, just honest, uh, like he was, was so genuine. And yeah. when he said that about Kobe, oh, oh my God. Oh, my I'm God. I'm just saying, he was uh, good. I he, was, he was really – so yeah. after that, we got him for 15 minutes. He came and sat down with us and did an interview. Nice. And yeah. it was it was just great. Oh, Mike, yeah. The whole time, Mike trying to get him to tackle me in the parking lot. <laughs> so we so we could have a moment of Rudy tackling me like he did in the game. But, the last, oh, yeah. but did you go watch the movie? I haven't watched it yet. I have it. So um, you might need to do a Zoom date to watch Rudy. <laughs> my, my brother in law If you had watched the movie, you would have understood yeah. why some of us love him so much and why we think so. I mean, it's like the, the greatest underdog story ever. Right. You know, right. yeah. It's just, I mean, this guy is 5'2, five 5'2, two, five two, <laughs> 150. And these guys, you know, big guys, and he's, I didn't realize he was that small, too. That, like, he played at Notre Dame. Right, and he, got, right. he got to get on the field and make a play. 
Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Man, I, I just, I love that. That's one of my favorite sports movies, man. <laughs> really back in. <laughs> but see, I mean, but what is something you got out of it, Mike, this year? He went to, that was his first one. He went to uh, Marquee. So we didn't get to attend a lot of shows because, I mean, a lot of presentations, but the one we did. Uh, but I, I, I know, I, I know, learned I learned a whole so, lot. I yeah. ran across so many people. Yeah, I built so many relationships. Yeah, it's, it's uh, mainly relationships um, too. I would say one of the things that I got out of it is the importance of being around other people and how you get the opportunity to see their thought process. Yes, and yeah. and sometimes, well. It makes you realize that man, this is so simple, but I wouldn't I would have never thought about it in such a manner because that's that's his experience or her experience. Right. So for me, it was a lot of those aha moments, yeah. you know, and just seeing, you know, from afar watching everybody just come together. Yeah. No big, no big you, it, no little yeah. I'm just saying you there were very few people that you could see their egos hovering over the room. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know, it was very few. And for those that were like that, you you know, they were kind of separated. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it was good seeing that, you know, going to the DJ con uh, contest, you know, going to the parties and just being there with people that do the same thing right. that you do. Right. And for the most part, love it the yeah. same yeah. way that you love it. Yeah. In their own way, like like Mike, he I, I know some things. He definitely got a lot out of Allen Bird's presentation. Every time, he, oh, yeah. he never oh, yeah. thought about public and pricing. Yeah, he thought that was yeah. bad. He loved the three, the middle prices, the one package oh, yeah. is the one you want to get them right. on. Right. And then I'm gonna tell you who else was good. And we've been trying to get her on the show again, Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Oh my God, Santana was good. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. she nailed Karen so many. Camp. She nailed so many things. Yeah. It was. I mean, I was like. That's why she won Speaker of the Year for Nice. Right. So right. she won Presenter of the Year, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I mean, I I, I, miss it. I, I need to ask Keith if he recorded it. I need to go back and because you know, as because we always get ready to go interview somebody, so you think about something else. Well, so we got to hit her back. Yeah, up because she, I need she, those slides. Yeah, she says she was gonna come on. I think I got I got the slides. What? Yeah, I got. Well, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. I did do. What you didn't I was do what you supposed, supposed to do in class. So don't worry about it. But yeah, James, that was a great movie. But man, uh, yeah, so it was a, like just that one conference, and you know, it's just that was good. It was yeah. good. I'm just saying it was it was uh it was life changing. Uh and it just it reminded me <clears throat> of the importance of education. Yeah. And it reminded me, and I was telling Jeff, I used to do this uh network marketing business, me and my wife and some other close friends, and it reminded me how energized i was when we came back, back from those conferences yeah right and and i would just take off running and we would build i'm talking about we when we went to the first conference we came back and built a team of over 50 people nice so the education is it's important it's important i agree and not only important it just it brings you back to life 
It rejuvenates. Do you, do you invite any of your? I won't say competitors because it seems like you guys. Are no, all... he has no competitors. He's the man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even use the word competitor. Any of your peers or your sires. The Lord, the Lord echelon. Do you invite any of them to go with you? I, I do. Every every time, um, I, I actually started a Facebook group called Central PA Event DJs just to kind of collaborate and talk to each other. You know, that whole a rising tide raises all ships concept. And several of them are good friends. I've got several guys, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with and totally, totally aside from our DJ business, we're just friends. And, and we collaborate when we can. And, and I've gotten a couple of them talked into coming eventually. Um, my friend, Mike, who has mixed up productions here in Harrisburg, he Thank came you. out to, um, to DJX with two of his guys for the day. We're talking about doing arm DJs next year. We're talking about, you know, doing some other collaborations. Oh, they still have arm DJs? I What's thought that? that was young. Arm DJs. I was there in 19 and 21. The last year he did it in 21. Okay. That, that's a that's my favorite of all the shows I've done thus far. That one's my favorite. Um, because okay. it's it's rural, it's easygoing. Like ev- everyone was so welcoming there. And it was family friendly. Like I, I've got, I've got five children. My wife went down. We made a little vacation out of it as well, and uh, it was just, it was a, it was a different atmosphere, certainly from Vegas and Atlantic City. And I really appreciated just kind of the how Southern hospitality is a real thing. And I learned that in Tennessee. Where, where's Arm at? Arm is in. It, it's, it's back next year. I'm going back in 24. It's in. Um, Greenville, Tennessee, right off of the Interstate 81. And wow. you take how many people with you to these come? Do you take well, all the kids? Next year, one of my DJ friends who's in an adjoining market is going with us, and my wife and I are going to go. We're, we're actually keeping the kids at home this time because my wife's actually going. I got her a ticket to be in the se- in the sessions with me. So, so you think it's worth it to go with you and your wife and – and go and not just it's because people all oh, can't afford it but they don't realize when it's times two it's even worse because my wife goes to every conference everything i do with me from day one she's been and i think the first conference we went to really changed her life too because she spent about three thousand dollars on equipment at the show uh the first one we went to and she was sucked in by uh you went in 2016 the pool party yeah yeah Haunted Faye, remember her, the yeah. DJ, the young girl from Virginia? Yeah. She she just, my wife just, oh my God, Haunted Faye. Ponte. I'm like, whatever, yeah. Faye. I mean, yeah. but yeah. it made her. Yeah. Cali Cal came about. That's how DJ Cali Cal was created, but, <laughs> and Shani. So she was like, okay, women are doing this too. Yeah. And my wife, I mean, because I'm like, she just, get this, get this. Any other time, you don't need that. You don't need that. And mm-hmm. I mean, she just, it was, it told, it changed her life. She may not admit that, but it changed her perspective on it too, to be able to see that other people could do it. Cause she's like, look at DJ Pontefray. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. We had Public Enemies DJ, these other guys up here. It could have been Jazzy Jeff. Look at Pontefray. She like, yeah. but you know, it, it's you just. Still got to go home. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> but like I say, look at you, man. You're a small market. I'm sure you're not making. As I don't know your story or money wise, but you're not making as much money as some of these New York, New Jersey, sure. California DJs, and you're still out there seeking education. The mayor, the mayor is trying to get educated. If I still can't, man, I'm gonna get a t shirt made and I'm gonna what size? <laughs> I'm gonna bring it with me. This, this is, is for the mayor. 
<laughs> if you see it on our shirt, you already know what it is. I'm man. We're in Boston. We're looking for the man. <laughs> oh man! Wow. But that that's really cool, man. I'm glad. And then when I read your post, it just it did something to me. I shared it in the group. I don't think you remember a crosstalk then. I was not. But, I wasn't that. But I, I definitely said something in the post, and I used it. And I shared it, and I said, "Here, I mean, I think this would he you. I couldn't have said it any better." And then I know Mike was thinking the same thing. He created a group just like I did because you want to share the DJ gospel. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's we, a beautiful thing. We want to, we yeah, want to, I mean, thing. we don't want to keep it to ourselves. Remember, I don't, you've been around for a while, so you know how it was when people covered up their records. Where did you get this? I'm not telling you. What did you do? This? How do you do that? Nobody would tell you anything. Right. But now you have, you have it at your disposal. All you have to do is go get it. Right. But no, they want to stay in that same mud hole, doing the same thing, not changing, not getting any better, not learning any new trick. You know? and, I'll, and I'll say this here. Mm -hmm. uh, you have some people that are very successful and due to the fact of that success they don't see a need uh, but you have to look at it from this perspective there is always a need because there is always an opportunity for you to see something different and I sometimes seeing something different can create man something wonderful i mean saying you're you're successful now i would say most of us are not opposed to being more successful no and and if we were to ask you okay if you could make five times more than what you make right now i guarantee you won't say well no nah, no nah, i'm okay you may say what do what does it require of me and if someone said you can do the same things that you're doing now and make five times more, only thing you need to do is come to this class. Yeah. First thing you did when you went to your first one, what did you come back and do? Um, you know, I don't remember. Uh, I came back and and like started looking at my website, started and which still needs a lot of work, but started looking <laughs> at the website. Um, looking at the way I worded things, how I presented things, how I just how I approached the events and how I approached the couples, that it wasn't a gig, it wasn't a transaction, it was truly a once in a, as as cliche as that sounds, it was truly a once in a lifetime event. And I think it was just the mentality of, you know, this is this is someone's once in a lifetime celebration. It's not just another gig on my on my calendar. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> not just a gig on my calendar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back and instituted so many things I couldn't even begin to tell you. And it just from there, it just it's been like that ever since 2016. And uh, I don't, I haven't leveled off. Only way I think I'll level off if I stop if I stop DJing. You know, it's, it's <laughs> the thing is. Once information convicts you, yes, you become a slave to it. Yes, yeah, you know, and and most of us we don't listen because the moment that you listen, it requires a reaction or it requires an action. You're going to start changing. So, you know, the easiest thing to do is like some people did when they were kids. You know, they put their hands in the air. You know, they don't listen. So, like for yourself. And, 
and for you, uh, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Uh, I can see once you go, it's like, man, I got to go back. Yeah. Because when I went this year, I'm like, man, I got to go back. I got to go to, you know, because it was it was a great experience. And and even all of the conversations that I had with all of the different people, I took a lot away from that. Yeah. yeah. And I have to get at him, too. He got to meet one of his favorite heroes, too, Cubert. Oh, oh he, yeah. He was a little... So we got to spend over an hour interviewing Cubert. He gave him his phone number. He sent him stuff. He sent him like his latest tracks and mixed things and scratch tape. I mean, and that would have never happened if he wouldn't have came to Marquee and and hung out. And now they, I don't know if they talk or how much they talk, but now they're boys and we all follow each other. And Cuba, you know, I was in when I was in DJX. Hey Jeff, how you doing? People are like, how you know? I like because he we sat down and actually broke bread with him. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, him and his whole crew. So oh, yeah. and that really helped us too, being able to uh interview anybody that we could get to come sit at the table with us. And then, you know, we, but Cuba was he was really cool. He gave he he I really enjoyed our oh, interview yeah. with him. Yeah. We had to stop the almost as much as Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. The space was so weird with him and Rudy. It was just so thick. I'm like, man, it's too much male body. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talking about me, Q? Don't go, don't go, come. <laughs> come back and tell us some more. But nah, he was. I mean, even after we finished, he talked for an hour. Then he sent one of his guys in. Said, I'm gonna be back. But you know it was just great, and then just just different things. But man, uh, like you say, the friendships you make, the connections you make, uh, almost any city in the world I'll go to now, I can call Craig if I'm going to Harrisburg or Harrison. I can call Keith if I'm coming to Chicago. I can. I got DJs in Canada. I know. I know somebody everywhere, so I don't have to go to the store and pray that somebody's going to take care of me. I know one of the DJs in that market will definitely take care of me because I've made all those connections. Yeah. So. Yeah. So tell us this. Um, well, we where mayor. can people find you on social media? Is it the mayor? Uh, no, it's not the mayor. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my my personal page is my name, and then you know, Jukebox Hits the the DJ service. The business has a business page. Instagram is Jukebox Hits. All all, all the socials it's at Jukebox Hits. So I want you to also touch on this or tell us this. What are all of the different things that you do? Give us a list of what you do. Currently? Yes. <laughs> the, the entertainment business. And within that, we, we have event rentals. We have photo booths. We, I, I, I don't personally do videography, but I partner with videographers that provide videography service. My father-in-law owns the town flower shop. So we do florals and some event rentals, decor stuff. Um, it's a retirement job for him. He just loves it. And then, um, of course the DJ MC, we do like the speed quizzing program. We do jukebox bingo, music bingo kind of stuff for just something else to do at your parties, team building and, and game show. I have a family feud set up. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. I know there's more. Uh, you saved somebody's life last night. <laughs> we, we do karaoke. We, you know, we do those products. They do some videos, some AV, um, I am an EMT. I actually, I'm still in my uniform shirt, you know, from my shift oh today. My gosh. Um, I'm the, the chief of our ambulance company. Uh, it's a little nonprofit <laughs> local ambulance service. 
and uh, I have some rental properties. I have some investment properties that are oh, apartments, commercial spaces. I have five children at home and my beautiful wife, who is a nurse and a dog. So do you ever see them? I see that we had we had dinner actually. The fact that I was on Eastern time and you and you're on uh, Central time, I actually got time. We had dinner this evening. That's why I was back and forth about when do we start, when do we get on. Um, we met up for dinner, all the kids and my aunt, my mom, and my wife. We had had family dinner tonight. Oh man! Well, we're gonna have lunch, dinner, or something yeah. in uh, in uh, Boston. Boston. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Wow! That's hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, so you're talking about uh, so, multiple streams of income. What other kind of work? I mean, do you do any other kind of work? Do you still doing any volunteer stuff in the city or anything like that, too? Um, a little bit here and there. Not, not, I really don't have time. I, I really am trying to put as much time and energy into the entertainment service because, again, these conferences have gotten me so, like, jacked up on putting the, the time into it um, that I'm trying to put – trying to do things the right way after doing things my way for so many years, trying to, to, to develop and be better and, and really put the time and heart into, especially wedding receptions into the couple and, and working on all the details and making it happen the way it should, the way they want it and the way they, they deserve it to be. That's awesome. Great. Wow. That's awesome. See, this was worth the wait, man. It took me what, five, four years to meet him and talk to him, and we probably passed each other. He probably rolled yep. his eyes at me in the hall. <laughs> I'm the mayor. Move. <laughs> oh, come on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's the mayor. You probably yeah. got an entourage walking around with him. I need him a top and, hat. Man. I need a top hat to wear. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that. You yeah. have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, man, your, your post really just – it did something to me. And, you know, I reached out to you as soon as you wrote in, and I was like, man, that, that was great. Uh, didn't have this platform then, but now we have a way of reaching out to the people we really, you know, that we find inspiring and we want to talk to. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's good. And I really enjoyed it, man. I'm glad uh, I finally got a chance to talk to you. Hopefully we'll get to, well, man, hopefully we're going to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You come by, we hopefully we'll have a big banner that says 2DJ <laughs> and Mike. Uh, Tyler has already said he got a room set up for us. So awesome. anytime awesome. you want to come sit in the booth, come, come yeah. hang out with us. If you, you know, if you got somebody you want to drag over for us to talk to, feel free to bring them over and uh, bring them over. Bring your wife by. Is she coming to Boston? She's not coming to Boston. Oh, okay. We're doing. Where's the next one she going to? Marquee to Arm DJs in June in Tennessee. Okay, all right. It, it's hard with five kids to get. Yes. Coverage for girls and what's the what's the uh what two girls, three boys. Oldest nine, and the youngest is ten months. Oh. Holy cow. Craig, I'm, the I'm the old dad. Oh my god. Are you done? I'm praying for you. My Are wife you done. <laughs> she, she she thought we were we thought we were done at three. As and, my wife said, you know where they come from now. Well, we're we're starting to figure that out, I think. <laughs> Oh, no, Greg. Yeah. I don't Wait, know. No, no, no. If I could have five, six, I would do it too. I would have had five and six. I have three daughters. So, awesome. I mean, I, I love, I love kids. So yeah. it was, it was fun for me. So, yeah. So, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, well, they too little. I was going to ask you if anyone was taken to the business yet. My oldest boy, he's, he's eight. And he has a, yeah, a DJ computer. He has a controller. He's also a drummer. He's just started drum lessons this year. Oh, yeah, he's going, he's My oldest girl's a guitar player. Like we're, we are a very musical family. My wife's a singer, 
So it's it's my my son has we got him the wrap for his computer that's you know has my logo on it, and uh, he wants to start doing <laughs> doing shows. He's he's into it. He's into it. He, he got he got yeah, yeah. yeah he got he probably got the love like you did at uh, eleven right yeah he, well he's eight so he he's ahead of me he's he's beating yeah. me hey so do this one day when you get a chance maybe if you decide to run for mayor again or if you're doing some kind of festival or something really fun. Have him play the drums or the guitar with you while you DJ. I, I bought electronic drums just for that purpose. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. I've done it with a saxophonist. I want to do it with drums or yeah. violin and stuff. But that is so cool. Man, gosh. What a- that, was some, that was something else from Marquee. The Kung Fu DJ was there doing the drums with with the, yeah, with the DJ. Yeah, he was on the, yeah, we had him on the show uh, some weeks back. Yeah, and we were right. Yeah. And you can thank me yeah, he gonna be personally at, yeah. that he's coming to uh, Boston. Chicago, Boston. Awesome. Be at, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We connected those two because uh, Brandon was on the show and Tyler was in my ear. Hey, Jeff, I need to get in contact with uh, Brandon. I need So Hi. I looked him up and now he's coming to the... He formally announced it today, too, that Kung Fu DJ is going to be in the building. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's a talented young man yeah. too. Yes, really yeah. and um, a super nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah, extremely yeah, wonderful nice. guy. Yeah, wonderful guy. Too yeah. humble, maybe. No, I agree. Yes, he is. No, Mike, he should be promoting the kung fu DJ man. Hey, he he's getting there. I know he's getting there, he's but he only there. does the kung fu DJ at the shows. He does it. It's not even a marketing ploy that he uses at oh, home. Wow. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't realize yeah, that. So I, he's looking for an agent. So I'm working on it. I know you got enough jobs, so I don't have to worry about you getting a job. <laughs> but I told him if you need an agent, because I told him he could be doing kung fu DJ at every basketball arena in America, because he yeah. already works for the Bulls. You right, right, right. Yeah, he should go audition when they do those half. I'm just saying, I would. I'm looking at uh, the mayor. He has one. I would yeah. have two people with me. Yeah, the mayor. And- <laughs> I would come in dressed up, suited. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. That is, but that's really cool to find out you were the mayor for nine and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Got the town. It was an experience. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. I mean, getting with that. My father was a city official too, but. He wasn't ever the mayor. No traffic tickets. We had enough Nothing. going on. No, but they tried. They probably worse on you. They, I mean, no. if they know who it was, they might pull you over. But it, once they said, no, they were bad on us too. But it was like coming to America. No flowers. No, it was. Oh, for him. King Joffrey. And he got the reference too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> King Craig. Crazy, crazy King Craig. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Man, that is too much. Wow. That's oh, oh. man. I, hey, I, you know, all jokes aside, I love your story. I love your energy. I'm just saying, there, when you have people that complain about, I can't do this, I can't do that, hearing your story takes all that. Yeah. Away. That's, that's, I'm just yeah, saying, that's with five kids. Yeah. So. I'm just saying, just think you're the mayor for nine years and you're still doing everything else in taking care of your civil duty. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a lot. Yeah. You know, so man, I love your story. Love your story. All jokes aside, you know, truthfully speaking, I can't call you Craig anymore. It's the mayor. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I need to figure out how to incorporate that into like my DJ name or something. Oh, don't worry. Do. We're you working do. on it. We will you have all right. We we will have something for you. You need the name 
and have your silhouette in the background as the logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. all. all right. So hey, how can they? Or oh, you told us already how we can get in contact yeah. with you, man. And we, uh, yeah, we just have one more thing. What is a gem that you can leave us with? Something that you can leave the audience with. Yeah. Young, inspired. No, no, no. We, before we do that. What is something you would have told young Craig that would have probably changed your life earlier or helped you along the way? Or would you do, would you not change anything? Oh, I'd absolutely change. I mean, hindsight's 2020. I, I would start education sooner, like the conferences and the symposiums, the workshops. I would have gone to Mobile Beat when it was, you know, when I was 15, if I could have. I would have gone much sooner. I would have gone to arm DJs from oh, the beginning. Super. You know, as many as many as I could afford, as my checkbook would allow, I would have gone to conferences and networked so much sooner, so much sooner. Do you drink, Craig? I don't. Okay, guys, he's my twin. Good graces. So I, I, I tell Mike all the time. I said I would have went a long time ago. I don't drink either. But I'm just saying, man, everything you say is the same thing I say all the time. I'm, yeah. I would have if I'd have knew I'd have been going the whole long time ago because. The the education is just invaluable. It's, right. it's yes. Wow. Okay. All right. I met my twin. Yeah. I didn't know he lived in the, a small yeah. town, and he was the mayor. Yeah. I, I, mean, I thought I was something when I'm the president. <laughs> of the way, but uh, yeah. my twin is the mayor, so yeah. I guess I need to run for governor. <laughs> I can vote for you. I'll vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you my endorsement. My endorsement. If you think about yeah. running for any other offices, like higher, like governor, senator, state senator, anything. No, um, <laughs> no, it, it, I, I learned how, like, how much of a, like, small town politics kind of stink most days. Like, people know your business or think they know your business. And, like, you can't make everybody happy. You can't make anybody happy some days, it seems. And, and I can't fathom how much more corrupt and how much more dirty politics get at the next level and the next level and the next level. So just knowing how bad things could be at the local level, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to subject myself or my family to politics at another level. I just I I, I wouldn't want to do it. Wow. Did you ever walk by any anybody? I mean, did you ever walk by some people and you hear some whispers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I learned like at one point I was when I decided not to rerun for mayor to run for council instead. There, a rumor went around town that the reason I wasn't rerunning was because I was being indicted. Wow. I don't know before, but I was like being criminally charged with some heinous crime, and that's why I wasn't rerunning. That was the rumor in our little town where you know there is, I mean, there, there's crime, but it's not like where the crime is wow. happening in the world. But, but some kind of heinous crime I was guilty yeah. of, and that's why I wasn't rerunning. That was that was the story in town, and it's like. Don't you people have any better to do with your time? Like, no, no, because they don't know, so they want to know, so they no. they have to come up with a story to make yeah. to get the story. I wow. still haven't been indicted, and it's been you know eight years or twelve years or ten years, I guess, ten years. And you know, I think the statute of limitations is up. I was just about wow. to ask, is it up on whatever you did, the embezzlement? Whatever I did, whatever I did. Okay, all right, wow. all right, man. Well, we're, we're gonna be. Uh, Hold we on, gotta we gotta get this gym. Okay, go ahead. All right, yeah, I'm sorry. We want, we want we want the mayor just to leave something, us with a something. gym for the audience. Yes, yes. My gem, and it's it's probably something I've already said, but my gem would be meet and network with and talk to the other people that are in your market, whether they you view them as your competition or not. 
collaboration is huge. Like working together, having a backup plan, having people you can call on if you need a tool or you need uh, someone to cover for you or, or help you or back you up or learn from them. Like I, I've been able to do so much more for my business since I've been able to learn from people right here in my own market and just being able to, to not view them as the bad guy or the enemy or the competition, but view them as a partner, view them as, as a, a peer. And that whole, you know, the rising water or the rising tide lifts all ships, I think is, is absolutely true. July the 2nd, 2019. That's how long I've been waiting to talk to this man. Thank you. And, and the mayor is a busy the guy. Mayor, yeah, the mayor is a busy guy, man. Yeah. I'm glad we finally got the mayor. Yeah. It's yeah. my honor. It's my honor. I can yeah. stop now. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> You're done. No, now I got to chase Shannon so we can get Shannon on. But, man, Craig, thank you again for coming on thank the you. show. Like, we're going to be respectful. We know you got to go read some bedtime stories or change, <laughs> change some uh, diapers or something. Your wife's probably like, okay, pulling her hair out. All right, get back yeah. in here. But I tell her we said thank you for the time she allowed you to be with us, and we really, I really can't wait to break some bread with you. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Person in our Boston, man. Yeah, yeah, and we have one person. Uh, Keith Keith Clark said my biggest takeaway was leave a bit of time for your family. Yes. Yeah, 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 and that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey Ray, how you doing? Facts, uh, but thank you, thank yeah, you. Yes, it was an yeah, honor. Yes. It was an honor. You um, never know how these interviews yeah. are going to go. Oh, yeah. yeah, but we will see you in Boston. Yes, we will. And I look to getting it. a shirt made that says the, the mayor. mayor. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a top hat. I'm going to have to buy yeah. a top hat. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, when you see me, I'm going to have a shirt, shirt that says the, the mayor. mayor. So Monday we're going to be in the shirt that says the mayor. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a problem. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right, brother. Good night. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Mike, give me the theme music. Give me the theme music. Give me the theme music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Young, young, young.